And just a reminder throughout our Easter services on Good Friday, Easter Sunday morning and evening, we do have nursery available to those of you who would be helped by that. So just keep that in mind as well. Well, today is Palm Sunday. And Palm Sunday marks the beginning of Holy Week or Passion Week, which leads up to the crucifixion of Christ on the cross that we celebrate on Good Friday and his resurrection from the dead on Easter Sunday. Amen? Amen. If you have your Bibles, would you turn with me to Mark chapter 11 as we look at the triumphal entry of Jesus. Mark chapter 11, starting from verse 1. And if you are able to, would you please stand as we read God's word. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethage and Adam Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you are doing this, tell him the Lord needs it and will send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside in the street, tied at the doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, what are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, He sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, indeed, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this opportunity to be in your house and to hear from you. And we pray, Lord, for your blessing upon this message. May you speak to your people, and may you help us to be obedient as we respond. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Feel free to be seated. As Jesus was approaching Jerusalem, he sent two of his disciples ahead to the next village and he gave them specific instructions to bring back to him the colt that was tied there. He gave them these specific instructions assuring them that the donkey would be there for them to bring back and that it would be okay for him to take it. You see, as Jesus entered into Jerusalem, I'm sure that many people spread the word that Jesus is here. Jesus is here, and he's entering in, and he's coming. And today we can say the same thing, that Jesus is here. And this morning, from this passage, I want to draw your attention to three things that I believe that we can say Jesus is here to do. And the first one is this. Jesus is here to tell us to go. 
Jesus is here to tell us to go. And what that can mean is that go for you can mean that Jesus is telling you to go do a certain task that he's leading you to do. It can mean for him to tell you to go and to speak to and encourage certain person or a certain group of people. That go can mean to go to a certain place that he's leading you to go. Whatever that go may be for you, Jesus is here to tell us to go. There are various times in my life, and I'm sure in your life, where you feel the Lord leading you to do something or to say something. And when we experience that, may we be obedient to how the Lord is leading us to do that. You see, there are many times where the Lord may tell us to do something that may seem very small or insignificant. But what we may fail to realize is that by being obedient to that go, that we get to play a part in the grander scheme of things. You see, as Jesus told these two disciples to go and get this donkey, in their minds, they were just going, getting this donkey, bringing it back, and that was it. But in the grander scheme of things, what they were actually doing was helping to prepare the Messiah to enter into Jerusalem as he prepared for the week before his death and resurrection. In the grander scheme of things, when the Lord tells us to go, may we be obedient, knowing that we get to play a part in the bigger picture. You see, he sees the bigger picture. He understands the bigger picture that we don't get to see. And so whatever that go may be for you, may you be obedient to it. Maybe the Lord is leading you or telling you to go and invest in the life of a child or a teenager by mentoring them or leading a Sunday school class or being a leader at caravan or uh, a youth leader, preteen leader. And to you, that may just seem like a small investment by grabbing an ice cream or attending a sporting game, but you may not realize that in you going and doing that small, in your mind, task, it could lead to helping develop their future career choice, helping them to be able to find a medical breakthrough or a new invention. We don't know how God uses us to go in the grander scheme of things. May we be obedient as he leads us to go. Maybe today the Lord is leading you and speaking to you about giving to world missions. Pastor Nick talked about our goal for world missions and it's in your bulletin today. And maybe in your mind you think, well, I'm just going to give this small amount to support missionaries. But what you may not realize is that in you supporting world missions, you're supporting missionaries all over the world to be able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with people who otherwise may never get the opportunity to hear about that. And in doing that, it may lead people to put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ and be saved for eternity. You see, we don't know how our going may affect people in the grander scheme of things, but may we be obedient however the Lord may lead us to go. 
So the disciples went, they got the donkey, they brought it back to Jesus. And that donkey was what Jesus used to ride into Jerusalem on. And it's interesting that in the Old Testament, in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9, it's prophesied. It says, Rejoice, O people of Zion. Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet he is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. It was prophesied many years ago that Jesus would come, that the Messiah would come in riding on a donkey, and that is exactly what he did. In the ancient Middle Eastern world, leaders who rode on horses, if they came in riding on a horse, it would symbolize that they were coming in war. But those who came riding on a donkey symbolized that they were coming in peace. You see, in Jesus' coming, he brings us peace. Jesus is here to bring us peace peace. He comes to bring you, he comes to bring me peace in our lives. One thing that I'm sure we can all agree that we desire in our life is peace. Peace of mind, peace in life, peace in situations that we go through. And the kind of peace that God offers is different than the peace of the world. That even when we go through trials and tribulations which we will experience. We can go through having the peace of God knowing that he goes before us and that he walks with us and we do not need to fear. John chapter 14 verse 27, Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Whatever you may be going through right now, remember that Jesus is here to give you peace. To give you peace in your family, to give you peace in your marriage, to give you peace in the midst of the chaos with your children, to give you peace in your work situation, to give you peace in your financial struggle, to give us peace in every area of our life. He comes to give us peace peace. As Jesus, as Jesus entered in, the crowds cried out, Hosanna. The crowds recognized that Jesus is here, and they cry out, Hosanna. Hosanna literally means save now. They cry out, Hosanna, as Jesus is coming in. And just as they wanted Jesus to save them then, Jesus is here today and he saves us now. Jesus is here to save us. He has come with one mission and one mission specifically, and that is to save his people from their sins. That is us. It may be that the people of that day were seeking a king to deliver them from the political situation of the day. But in saying that, in crying out, Hosanna, save us now, literally, what they did not realize was that that was exactly the reason that Jesus was there, Amen. to save them. But he wasn't there just to save them from their situation. Jesus was there to save us from the consequences of our sins and offer us the gift of eternal life. Amen. 
You see, Jesus comes so that we can experience eternal life, so that we can be saved. In the gospel, it tells us that salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. There is no other person, there are no other people, there is no other thing that can offer us salvation but Jesus Christ alone. And in him, we find all that we need. He is here to save us now. And it's not a big ritual that you have to go through, that you have to be saved by. It's so simple. The scripture tells us in Romans 10, 9, and 10, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. It's as simple as that. Are you trusting in Jesus as your Savior and Lord? For he is here to save you. Tom Barnard writes this. The crowd was clueless. They never got it right. They shouted praises. He wept. They looked for a warrior king riding a white stallion. They got a carpenter riding a donkey. They wanted hype. They got a healer. They wanted a prophet. They got one who fulfilled prophecy. They wanted a scepter. They got a savior. They got nothing they asked for, but everything they needed. Only they never got it. They were clueless. Jesus was the only one who really knew what was happening on that first Palm Sunday. You see, Jesus came. He entered into Jerusalem. And as they realized that Jesus is here, may we too realize that Jesus is here and he is here to tell us to go. He is here to bring us peace. And he is here to save us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, indeed, we thank you for who you are. We thank you, Lord, that you are here in our midst, that you are everywhere, that you are spirit, that you are always with us. And indeed, Lord, we pray that on this Palm Sunday that you would remind us, Father, of the reason that you came, the reason that you entered in. And we pray, Father, that you would turn our eyes upon you once again, upon the week leading up to your sacrifice. And we thank you, Lord, for the cross. And we thank you for what took you to that cross, your love for us, and your desire to forgive us and to offer us eternal life. And so, Lord, we thank you for the hope that we find in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.